Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of JL's podcast. This is Honest Chat and I'm JL, your host. I'm back from holidays, I'm excited because this week we get back into a normal rhythm of our regular podcast. So last week I was at the conference and I'm feeling refreshed and great. hope you're feeling great and hope you've enjoyed these last couple of episodes and just a real focus on mental health that's been happening lately and uh, it's been fun for me exploring a little bit of that and um, you know we're going to a little bit of different direction today from mental health but it's still connected and so I want to ask you what's your plan for improving your mental health and resilience what is your plan without a plan we are doomed to fail and so um, this next this episode and the episode next week we're going to be talking about renewing the mind and um if there's something that you would like covered or you know different perspective or some way this is sparking up things in your head yourself um let me know get in touch with us but um, apart from that if you're new thanks for tuning in I want to encourage you to subscribe leave a review leave a comment let me know how this is impacting you love to hear that but apart from that let's chat let's get straight into the episode with myself chima and nathan we 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 all know that verse don't we be transformed by the renewing of your mind thanks for drinking eh? it's all good wedgies i mean the wedges (laughs) Wedges. (laughs) he's not a bully he's not a bully people wedges I feel like I should feel like I should have brought a blanket. Yeah. It's Extra spring time, cake, man. <laughs> spring time. Spring time, but it's still cold. I like cold spring. Cold spring. Ah! No double dipping. Double dipping. Mm. What's wrong with you? No. No, don't. Get wrecked, mate. You're fine. You're fine. I'll slap you. I'll slap the black off you, though. <laughs> no one's ever accomplished that. I like to see a try. I have a few tries. Huh? Well, you slapped the black onto me. Okay, <laughs> 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 that was just carpet. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. You're now forever scarred. Yep. Forever black. Purr. That's purple. No, that's just chocolate, bro. That's not purple, bro. It's purple chocolate. It's like your caramel chocolate. That's just milk chocolate. Yeah. Give me your contrast. <laughs> 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 Were you guys fighting when that happened? No, I was just messing around. Wrestling. Alright, like boys do. Yeah, the boys do. Just one of us came up second best. Yep, I'm not going there again. <laughs> don't want to lose my nose. <laughs> what? How are you no. going to lose your nose in a well, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to get carpet burn on my nose. <laughs> Why are we going to be fighting on carpet? So you guys, you guys used to actually play fight. Oh, is this the one? Yeah, we did actually a couple of a times. A lot of times when yeah. we were doing MMA. No, but even oh. once, one, yeah, and then in the classroom, once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
fun. It is fun. A new moon. Yeah, look at that. I have this car to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually live longer than Nathan, you know you can change your story, right? <laughs> yeah, you can change the whole narrative. I can. Especially to your kids and go, well, kids, that was a wild man once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wild man. A wild man. Let me tell you about from... how a guy gets the scar. Yeah, good bedtime story. <laughs> it was a wild man and he was a chief. All the way from Vanuatu. I killed me and Clangs, man. <laughs> I went to claim his land. <laughs> Came back with the scar. Well, let's get into this. Renewing the mind. We we thing verse that we all know. Um, don't be conformed. Well. It's not talking to non-Christians, it's talking to Christians. Mm. We're supposed to be different. But be transformed. In the renewing. By the renewing of the mind. So, um, let's bring up my... Yeah. So, a lot of it has to do with thinking new thoughts, right? Mm. Mm. Can you comment on what new thoughts you sort of, you know, going between the contrast of before Jesus to now with Jesus? What some of, what are some of the thoughts, or thought patterns that you associate completely with following Jesus in your life? Yeah, that's right. I have to dig. I have to dig deep. I just went deep. So you threw him in the water and it's like, oh, I can't sleep. No, I'm African. We don't have water. We don't need so much water. We live on the land, eh? What are you doing out there? Hmm? Why are you running? Why are you drowning? <laughs> Why are you drowning? Because <laughs> oh, I see underwater. Went too deep. Went too deep. Sleeping the question again? I nearly drowned once, actually. <laughs> I did too. I knew, wait, no, I nearly drowned twice. <laughs> oh, wow. Next year, twice. One was in Australia, mm. the other one was also in Australia. Mm. You know, before Australia, I never swimmed. Wow. I just dipped my toes in, and I'm like, yeah, good, I'm good. I could just shower at home. Came to Australia, mm. have friends who like surf and, and yeah. all that, and body surf. I had, a, I had a mate who was body surfing. One of these occasions, I remember, we were going down, Planet Shakers used to have their conference in Perth, so mm. we went down the Trig Beach. Because they used to have it at uh, Challenge Stadium. Yeah. We go down to Trig Beach during the day just to pass up the time. And we're body surfing. <laughs> January, it's hot, whatever. Um, crazy body surfing. And so I think at, at this point I just caught a wave. Come back out. I swear my mum would be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs> um, I caught a wave and went back. I was just so... Like at the edge, but I was, yeah. you know, the water was up to my waist. Yeah. Anyway, 
So my mate, he's um, me sound in Australia. Um, so my friend is on uh, probably about 10 meters across from where I am. And I look at him and it was like, uh, I don't know what was happening in that interaction, but at some point he pointed. I looked to my left and there was a wave that had come that high, like oh. way higher than me, and you just took me out. Boom! I tumbled and tumbled and tumbled and tumbled, and I was like, oh man, I gotta get back up. So I tried to get back up, but it's still pushing me down. And I'm like, oh crap, I'm running out of air. So I start freaking out. Oh. So like, what do I do? What do I do? I've never been in this situation. Anyway, as it, as it happened, I got pushed just as I was about to actually start breathing in, because yeah. I was out of breath. Yeah. I pushed all the way to the side of the beach and I just came out like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I look over at my friend and he's laughing at me. What <laughs> a friend. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I just want to meet Jesus tonight. <laughs> uh, I paid for this conference, so I'd like to get the best out of it. So I'm not getting back into the water. Um, but, yeah, what thought patterns or thoughts would you associate specifically with following Jesus in your life? Thoughts that you didn't used to have? Yeah, I know. 
I know deep down at times I can be very selfish with certain things, and so it's always been kind of my prayer to kind of always serve and whatever, to be have a servant heart or something. I think it's since, since I was young, just my prayer has been to have more wisdom to have a heart like David. And because um, those are my favorite Bible characters. And as I've gotten to know them over time, it's like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to have a heart like David. Um, and the first kind of years of my life was like, just through my actions, how do I do that? And over time as I've grown older, it's like, how do I use that in my words to kind of do that as well? Social media is a good platform as well. Yeah. And I think I've only recently realized that encouragement or encouraging others is something that I can use as a gift to kind of be that person I guess or be with God's one once me. Um, and even things that people have told me that I haven't even realized that are strengths of mine that I didn't think were strengths um, have been cool to kind of reveal because I always thought that relationship weren't actually my strength, like building relationships with people. But I guess I just realized a couple of years ago, I guess a friend of mine, she told me, was like, oh, yeah, I think relationships are pretty good strength of yours as well. And just continued the conversation. I was like, oh, okay. You yeah. didn't realize that. That's weird. Wow, that's awesome. So, um, just figuring out... <laughs> <laughs> As the black man embraces the sun. <laughs> um, good segue. Good segue. It's great. It's just, I guess that perspective of how can I so it hasn't been conscious, but I guess in a subconscious way. Yeah. It's been yeah, how can I actually make others feel better? That's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's just it's something I've had to force myself to get better at, mm. but over time it's becoming becoming more natural to just actually say, hey, you're a world changer, or hey, you're pretty awesome, mm. just off the cuff comments where it's just to like bring a bit of encouragement and hope, mm. hopefully. Mm. So, um, I think that mindset, has sh- shift of mindset has been good. The first time I tried to do it, I was like, <laughs> like growing up in a patriarchal, <laughs> patriarchal society back home in the, in the village, it's like dad never, you know, affection wasn't a big thing for him. But I've kind of come over time to like, you know what, even if he doesn't love me in the world that I think he should, or my love languages, I know he's shown it in other ways. Mm. And for me, it's like to come to that realization and just like, oh, okay. I don't actually have to be like him or me being this way is actually not bad. This is different. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Uh. You're ha 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 I could just think that. Um, yeah, I do relate to your, your thinking of like those purpose thoughts and why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. It changes because it's not like I don't become the master of my own destiny in a yeah. sense. Because that's what people do say today is like, yeah. come master of your destiny. I mean, there is a, a bit of truth in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
we do really dig a little bit deeper into what the Bible says is um, we, we do quote things like God saying to the people of Israel, I know the plans that I have for you. Uh, and I think so we're created to to do the good works that he prepared for us even before time began. And so there has to be a certain type of reality to that, which means that um, you know, our thinking has to change from I'm the be-all and end-all of my decisions to you know, actually it's, it's God in me and through me. Uh, thinking. Oh, I just, I mean, the first question I asked God when, when it really grabbed my heart was, um, who have I become? Who are you becoming? Or who am I? Yeah, why, or why am I this person? And it was in that moment where I was like, oh, okay, this is who I need to become. Mm. So I guess your, my thoughts were largely set around who am I, who do I need to be and who do I need to become um, and if I'm to be this person who am I going to be loved by because who you're loved by determines who you are, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of questions have been based around that, like even purpose determines who I am, who I am determines what I do mm -hmm. and who I'm loved by. So. How, like how, how do I, if, who I am, determines how I relate to people as well. I think. Yeah. Um, how do I relate to people? How am I? What 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 thoughts do I think towards certain people? Um, how do I react to my siblings? Which culturally, like like I have I had I had especially with my young my younger brothers period where it was just me and him in the house and I had I probably talked about this um, but I had a lot of cultural baggage being the oldest first important problems um, <laughs> so you, you demand a certain out. respect <laughs> yeah and so in my head it's like every conversation we had it's because I'm the oldest this I demand respect and and I know better <laughs> you don't really have a say and I wrestled with that for a while and I had to swallow my pride and I had to, I had to transform my, 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 my thoughts towards him like if he's speaking to me wait a minute he's not eight years old anymore he's, he's 18 19 and he has thoughts and he has feelings and he has opinions and and it's unfair of me to use my cultural baggage to overpower him, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can think of that's one instance of where I have, I have to change how I relate yeah. to people. I guess sometimes when you're so heavily focused on how people will see you or how people will perceive you, um, this is, then there's a problem there. <laughs> And you have to go to God to define who you really are because if your identity is found in what people say about you, then uh, you have a problem. Yeah, it's a vulnerable spot to be in. Yeah. And not in a good way. No, not in a good way. So um, I think a lot of my, my, my transforming and my renewing of mind is just around who I am and, and allowing God to love me to the point where where. I'm confident in what he says 
and that most of what people say doesn't affect me within reason. I mean, people are allowed to speak into your life and point up things within for good reason, and we're meant to respond because that's how we do life. We fellowship with people. Yeah. But I guess there's times when we have to say, wait a minute. I know what God says about me, and I don't have to act in such a way that. My life is determined by what people think, but rather is determined by who I'm loved by, and that's a process. So take us through that process. So at which point? Because yeah. for a lot of for a lot of us, it's you know, I know our earlier conversation we yeah. talked a little bit about the Christianese. Yeah. Um, but stuff like. You know, what God says about you is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry understanding what you're saying um, so one of the like one of the biggest areas for me um, has been relationship remember with that probably the first podcast we did talked yep. about how very yeah yeah marriage was such a big thing for me and that was the second was it so it was the second right second was the first yeah, yeah so the second and I think from a young age Marriage for me was 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 like yeah, that, that's where you uh, where your identity is defined. Like if you're loved by one person, you spend the rest of your life with one person, then you're complete. Then you, um, um, and so I guess the Christianese of that is that God's enough. Yeah, God's love is enough, mm-hmm. and um, nothing satisfies like His love. And so I, I I had to work through that process of of letting go of this this dream per se and get to a point where I was content in in the fact that God loves me and that marriage doesn't define um, 
my worth or my value or um, yeah, how I'm loved. So for a while, um, like I would get rejected constantly, mm. and and I got to the point where I thought, oh, am I am I really you know worth anything or am I worthwhile? It's like if if, if women are rejecting relationship with me, um, there must be something wrong with me, <laughs> you know, and, you know, am I too nice? <laughs> and, like, and that's what people, like, when I remember at a young age, people, like, I would say, it's like, why, 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 why am I being rejected? Oh, it's because you're too nice. Okay, fine, I'll become a bad boy. And become a bad boy, I'm like, heck no, like, I'm hurting people, so I need to go back the other way. Um, and so, I had to get to that point where I said, you know what, I'm actually awesome. I'm great, because... <laughs> God loves me, and I was—I went for a run, <laughs> Nathan. Um, <laughs> I actually went for a run. <laughs> yeah, this this um, just this last week, and I was run. I was on my way back home. I was like probably running and walking. <laughs> so I was, I was I was on the run running um, portion of the of the of the exercise, and all of all of a sudden, it's just this joy inside me. And I said, "Wow, actually, an awesome person." You know, I was like, mm. I, "I love who I am." I, I love who I'm becoming, and I immediately just went towards God. And I said, "Thank you, God, for revealing that to me. That this is who I am, and this is my word." Um, and it's like it almost gave me a bit of pep for my run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God loves me, awesome. yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pumping the arms, and yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's been a process. It's been a process of me having to let go of of the desire for relationship with, which is important. But I think ultimately, God's the one that we should desire and want above everything else mm. um, and then you know seek first the kingdom of God and all these yeah. things will be added onto you so first him then all these things come into place yeah, and so. yeah yeah so like part of the process was kind of like God working in the background yeah. And yeah. making people reject you yeah yeah and reject so, me and, and, and God just showing me like look you're not defined by who loves you and how whether people reject you you're defined by the fact that I accept you and I love you so mm. wow. so good yeah. that's really good yeah. now we're swimming <laughs> <laughs> now we're swimming, <laughs> <laughs> swimming. why are you swimming <laughs> that's why it's swimming <laughs> um, that's so good yeah that's really good and so you just came back. <coughs> yeah, sorry, toilet break. <laughs> so, talking, about, um, talking through the process of getting from from thinking, and, you know, an old way of thinking, and then into what we would call the Christianese. So for you know, for Chima, obviously, it was that God is enough. But finding that out practically um, and walking it out practically for me was the whole idea with relating. Um, It was the whole idea of um, of relating to to God as my father, having mm. come from a place where I had a strenuous um, relationship with my own dad, and then trying to not project that onto mm. onto God, and, and actually knowing Him as my dad and internalizing that, so that that's a completely separate relationship from my my dad. Any of these? So I've heard you talk about um, seeking. God's kingdom first. Mm. Uh, like that's a big one for you. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about the process of that? 
process of seeking God first. Like what how, is that? How that's become yeah, real, how that's real become, over time. Yeah, it's more real for you. Yeah, yeah. I think when it started off, um, it was just something a verse that Mum drilled into me mm. when I was going through high school. Partly because she didn't want me to be another pastor's kid statistic. Yeah. Where you grow up in church, grow up in the home, but as soon as you get older, you kind of yeah drift, drift and become a statistic. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who's walked away from God. Um, and it actually, yeah, it it was always yeah, it was always a cultural thing. It was always oh that's nice. Maybe I'll get a tattoo on my arm at some point in life. Um, but I guess it didn't like with the other things I was saying earlier about um, it didn't become real until it was cemented in some sort of reality, yeah, some sort of truth. Um, and it was only it's not so much because of things that happened then I started believing, it was because I had to for once. For the first few times when it started becoming real was that I had to actually step out in faith first before seeing the evidence of it all um, which is a big deal for me because growing up my spiritual journey with, with knowing God has just been like cultural sort of okay I'm a pastor's kid so I can put on this mask for a certain amount of time and everyone be happy and kind of please congregation, please my peers or please those who associated with that and stuff. Um, and then God really likes to humble me if I'm really stubborn <laughs> and take away things from my life that I really desire, not because he hates me, but because he knows that I put those before him. And uh, that is actually... Yeah, been the thing that he's actually continually had to do with me to kind of make that that verse more real. Mm. He's had to show me that actually, if you put other things before me, if you seek other things before me, it might work for a bit, or might do this for a bit. But ultimately, uh, you know, I will have my way. <laughs> ultimately, I will be God. Yeah, ultimately, I will come through. But if you trust and obey and if you actually put me first before this relationship, put me first before this job, put me first before this ministry, I might actually turn up. I might actually, you know, you might not be able to see it right now, but are you actually willing to trust and actually obey and step out? And that has been a journey for a long time. And I guess in the last five years, it's becoming more and more refined. As I've dated, my first and I guess I mean, dating relationship was rooted in that because I constantly ask myself that question. Is this honoring to you? Is this what you want? Um, and for a year, it was great. And, but then when it came to a time, because I was constantly wrestling with the trusting in the vein, uh, when it came to a moment when God actually gave, well basically just showed that you need to actually practically step back from this. Mm. It wasn't as hard, even though it sucked so bad, yeah. 
it wasn't as hard because I chose in that moment to actually believe the best. Because I could have easily chosen, you know what, I hate you God right now and I'm gonna actually just go in my own way, stuff you. But then I'm re I reminded myself of 2009 and when yeah. I was 17 yeah. when he just showed up all the time. And it was only that moment when the, that word came into existence for me was fearless love. Wow. It's like, all right, I'm gonna f like, it really, some, it really kind of captures it, that whole verse for me in that moment, because it was like, flip, this sucks so bad. I pray for this down to every characteristic of who she is as a person. She chases after you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you're asking me to step away from this moment right now and actually trust you and obey you. You better have a flipping good plan <laughs> for my life. Like, it was basically that Abraham moment. I've prayed for 25 years for the son. And then you ask me to sacrifice him. Yeah. The one thing I've waited for 25 years. And so the Genesis 22 came to life for me in a new, new level. And so... I've always gone back to that story and gone back to Matthew 6.33 from that perspective onwards because if I actually didn't step back from that in that moment, I would not have actually be here right now. I wouldn't be on the journey that I've been with God so yeah. far yeah. and worked in the different places I worked and actually be living in Perth even. If I didn't actually just trust in Him and let go in that moment and trust that He has a bigger plan. And so that has that was a pivotal changing moment for me to know that seeking God first actually not that it's a certainty, yeah. but seeking God first despite the uncertainty is going to actually help you to be a better not only a better Christian but to be who is created and made you to be. Who is written out the story for your life to be yeah. um, and it's yeah it's taken time but that specific moment in time in my journey has been the one thing that actually cemented the truth for me because I actually had to take a big leap of faith to actually believe that seeking him first was actually going to bring everything that I desired afterwards and so I've been playing a waiting game with him since then to see that he's going to bring that through, and I know he is going to. But um, yeah, that verse became more real in that moment because I've gotten more comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, got more comfortable with the unknown. Um, and actually, as Chima was saying earlier in his like his story, just the you know finding your identity in someone or finding your identity in um, like feeling like you have to adjust because of people's ideas of who you should be to be loved or blah 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 and for me that moment actually made me realize look dude just be yourself actually for once maybe for people around you and for Christians or for those who you're going to influence just be a constant be that one immovable constant that never changes and by doing that it's just actually just being yourself 
and that makes more of a difference than actually what trying to adjust to culture in certain ways and just being a, a through line. Wow. And so, and that through line for me is focusing on seeking him first. Yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah. and I think yeah, over time, I know that God will bring those plans into play. Yeah. Um, be able to say that while you're still in the middle of it, that's pretty, um, yeah, that's like a self reminder of you know, my, like that's got to be a filter. Yeah. Everything that happens, it, um, yeah, it's become my default thinking yeah. now because it used to be who is it going to be? It used to be I was looking up every possible way to find out how to be a better man, to be a better boyfriend, blah blah blah. Mm. But then once I've figured out it's how do I seek him first in my desire for this? How do I seek him first in every kind of area? Yeah. After that moment, because even though it's scary, it is an adventure. And I also I always go back to John 10, 10 to you know the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But you know God comes in and bring us life and life to the fullest, so abundant life as well. At that, so. Everything that he does, I know for me, is with an agenda and a motive to bring the best out of me yeah. and to bring the best for me. I just got to be willing to actually believe that. That's right. Yeah. So. And, yeah. And like um, for a lot of these, um, these powerful truths, I would say for me the first few years of my Christianity were um, sort of like probably more like a Sunday experience mm. like they were connected to a Sunday experience like there would be that one phrase that my pastor talked about and I was like man that's good that's gold it's like oh man this is awesome um, but I'm also aware that you know if you go from Sunday experience to Sunday experience to Sunday experience that's really you know it's one seventh of your, your, your whole week so how how do you make sure that how do you make sure that your worldview or your way of thinking and your mentality and your filter for every situation Monday for example Monday to Saturday um, how do you ensure that that's godly that that comes from the Bible versus you know just your Sunday. Because it's easy to put on a mask on a Sunday. It can be very easy to put mm. on a mask on a Sunday. Mm. If you, you know, if you've ever gone to a church service, you know, especially a new one, a new church service, nobody knows you. Mm. Oh yeah, I'll be nice to everyone. Maybe I'm horrible outside, or I'm confident outside of this, mm. or I'm shy, or whatever, or too confident. But how do you make sure that 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 those truths are part of your everyday experience? Because um, sometimes it can be hard remembering that cool yeah. phrase that on, on Wednesday when you're in the middle of something. Yeah. Um, hey, that's the end of that episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for lending your ear. If you're new, I want to let you know that we do drop an episode every Tuesday. So... I'd encourage you to come back. Um, if you're returning, thank you. Thank you so much for lending your ear. 
um, it's really great to have you continuing along the journey of the conversations that we're having and um, I want to encourage you to be a contributor to that and let me know feedback to me how this is helping you um, I know the mental health focus was really key for some people and really helped them out so thank you for letting me know and getting in touch with me I really appreciated that um, but yeah, so what's your plan for renewing your mind? It's one of those areas that can help with our mental health. Resiliency is growing. Um, one of the things that a lot of people who go to the gym say is that in order to grow muscle, sometimes you got to tear it. Um, and so that, in, that requires pushing the boundaries of what you can maybe lift, the boundaries of your um, endurance boundaries of your strength so you can build up new muscles and so what does that mean for you and part of renewing the mind is actually having what we know challenged by new truths let's say everlasting truth and timeless truth and um, really positioning ourselves in a way where we can wrestle without and allow God's truth to wrestle with the prejudice and the truths that we live by and we know that aren't necessarily aligned with him and to sort of see where that takes us. So I want to encourage you to do that. Um, if you don't have somebody who already challenges you in your life and renewing your mind and heading towards a direction of a healthier mind, I want to encourage you to find a person who you look up to who you think yeah they seem to have a healthy mindset not perfect no one's perfect uh, but maybe they can help you along that journey the other thing as well is that i really want to encourage you to if you read i'm going to put a link to a book that i read it's um by dr caroline leaf if you haven't read any of her stuff she's brilliant um and it's a book that i went through and i read and I saw some significant changes when I applied some of the things that are in that book. It's got some mental acrobatics that you might need to do in the first half of the book, but they're very much necessary. So I encourage you to slog through it, do the hard work that your mind will need to do to get through it, and um, you'll reap some really great benefits. I'll link that in the in the description below and i want to encourage if you're a reader devour this book if possible go back through it and read it again hey here's a question what book are you also reading let me know what those are um and um i'd love to find out what's what's going on um, around the place there's no precedent for you need to be reading this type or that type of book. Just let me know what types of books are you reading? What are you reading? What's, what are you finding interesting? But apart from that, I will catch you in the next episode next Tuesday. That's enough for me. Let's jump into the song of the week.